Carrier Tommy about to go off. Kicking off the Carrier and Tommy podcast where fun is always on the menu. And speaking of menus, Liquorland adds the perfect touch to any meal or gathering. Find your favourite tipple for any occasion. Click and collect in just 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. It'll be a Wednesday afternoon. How are we, guys? Learning things in here today. Ooh, is are you educational? From you. What have I done? You're teaching me how thunder and lightning works. <laughs> I'm now not sure if I'm right. So you just said to me that you all asked whether I had heard the thunder this morning and I hadn't heard the thunder. Mm. And then somehow we got into a conversation about thunder and lightning. And well, well, you said, can you have thunder without lightning? And you said, no, thunder is the sound of lightning. Yeah. And I thought they happened, they were like a partnership, but that I didn't think they were the same thing. And I knew that if they're close together, the sound and the, the mm. flash, that it means it's close. And if they're a long way apart, it means it's a long way away. But I just didn't realise, like, can you have lightning that you don't really see? Like, can you have rain? You have small drops of rain and then, like, a huge storm of rain. But yeah. Can you have lightning that's just a tiny flash and you barely see it? Yeah, but, or yeah if it's just... really far away or if there's, you're not facing the right way. So like, every time I hear thunder, I will lightning. absolutely, there will have absolutely been lightning. Yeah. It's a sound there of lightning. I'm sure. I mean, but now I doubt everything. So 131060, if we're wrong about thunder and lightning and the partnership. I think you know you're right. No, well, I don't. I just always assumed, I thought everybody knew that. That's what I'm saying. So I think you know you're right. No, but. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, time game coming up later this hour. That's very exciting because what do you got for us next? Up Apart next, from more thunder and lightning. Uh, <laughs> more sizzling chat like that. Mm. Actually, something a little bit sizzling to Is talk it? about next. Yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. Carrie and Tommy. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. I asked the dumbest question about that song the other day. I said, did you know it sounds so much like that Sting song? And oh. I'm like, yeah. It's <laughs> like samples that I'm like, oh, good. Anyway. That happens though. I didn't know that that the police song, you know, um, how oh, yeah. Diddy did a version yes. um, with Faith Evans. Yes. I didn't know that was a police song. Oh, didn't you? No, nah, because yeah. it's whatever you hear first. It's like um, Simpsons references. I got so many um, like Simpsons references, and I didn't realize till I was older, like when I was forced to watch Citizen Kane. Oh, yeah, like Doll was from that's I the Love whole Lucy and Mr. stuff. Mr. Plow episode. Doll was from I Love Lucy. <laughs> Anything I know from the Simpsons. Doll. Doll. So I went to the tennis last night. Yes. Oh, yeah. And um, such a fun night. Went with some friends for their birthday. And, yeah, girlfriends. Um, yeah. Yeah, the girls. Um, YTG. There you go. <laughs> She's got it. She gets it. 
Um, and uh, so a couple of things. We just went to hang out in the area but not actually go into the arena. So we got ground passes and we were just going to go sit on the grass. The fun part. Yeah, go yeah. watch on the big screens, do all that as like a threesome, right? Um, I don't be- think that's what you call it. <laughs> Three women you- together. Yeah. What do you call it then? Just a group. I think a threesome. <laughs> anyway, the tennis depends, I mean, it depends what you were doing at the grass level. It depends <laughs> what you were doing on the grass, I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, we, in terms of attire, and it's important, I'm not just telling you what I chose to wear um, to bore you. In terms oh, of attire. Are you going to do a bra- drop a brand dimension? <laughs> no. <laughs> we were dressed very, very casually. And what had happened was because we'd all gone for our group swim in the morning, I hadn't come to work dressed. I'd gone to swim in Baders. Oh, do you mean when we had our foursome at the beach? <laughs> That's right. When we had our foursome at the beach, yes, <laughs> our group swim. Yes. And then I, so I just threw clothes in and I threw a top in I'd never worn before, right? Brave. Stolen, and stolen from Channel 10? No, I just bought it, but I hadn't tried <laughs> oh, it on. Oh, sorry, just right? checking. I never just know where the lines top. start and stop with the anyway, truth. <laughs> <laughs> and I threw in a bra. Anyway, when I put it on yesterday, yeah. um, and I went to go to the tennis, I realised that the hot pink, the pink bra was very see-through through the black top that I had. And I thought, well, we're only having a threesome on the grass. It's no big deal. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, who it's cares? Not... It's a bit see-through. It's it, fine. Yes. If anything, it's too much. Quite a bit. Too much. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, and so we hung out. We're having such a great night. And then my friend who works at the tennis, he said, sent me a message and said, hey, you want to come into Rod Laver? He said, there's this amazing. <laughs> so now there's four of you. <laughs> You'll give him a heart attack. You need to so get rocking alive. He said, he said there's this awesome room you can go into, the Piper room, and you can hang out in it and have some drinks and stuff, and then you go Jeez, on Jeez, we have different <laughs> trips to the tennis. Anyway, I oh, was like. You didn't get to come into Rod Laver. No. <laughs> so we went into the no. Piper room, and it was so la-di-da. Oh. Um, and we were very underdressed. My friend was in um, jeans, it was like 55 degrees, and a T-shirt and thongs. <laughs> I was in my weird little get-up um, with my see-through top on. <laughs> and we were like looking around going, we're not, we shouldn't be here. We're not wearing the right clothes. And then they were like, I said, where are the seats? And he said, on centre court, like on the court. And I said, what do you mean? I mean and he said, side. it's the only place. You can you only sit centre court. No, you can only sit on the court. It's the only place. her role as a ball kid. In the world. <laughs> The Australian Open is the only place you can sit on the court during a match. How good sick. is that? Yes. That's sick. So we immediately I looked down at my, my bits and I was like, they can't sit on the court. Like I can't, like, because, you know, they often pan oh. to you if you're sitting down the front. I was like, oh, I'm not prepared. And I can't, like tennis is such a respectable sport. Like everyone mm. just wears their whites or they go there in their little like twin suits and oh, there's stuff. There's a lot of sweater over the shoulder. There's a lot of sweater knobs. over the shoulder. There's a lot of knobs. Sweater over the shoulder. So then I was Sorry, like. Sorry, your mate works there and you got these tickets for free. It's a wonderful crowd. And so we went into the bathroom and I was stressing and I said to my friend, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And she goes, let's swap bras. Swap bras. I've got a nude one on. I'll wear your pink one and you wear my nude so one. So you thought so instead then... of hot pink, nude would be a better no. look. <laughs> so I thought, mm. Then you won't know really what's happening under there versus that's a bra. It'll just be like. She oh, wearing wear one. one. <laughs> <laughs> what's Rob doing? <laughs> Someone check on him. What's Rocket doing so down there? In this really nice change room, in this really nice like bathroom, I, we're like taking our tops off, swapping bras, putting our clothes back 
God. Classic trip to the tennis. <laughs> Classic trip to the tennis. And then I was so thankful when I got out there and I saw all the cameras and stuff that I wasn't wearing my hot print. No, you were just apron. nude underneath. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was like, just, it looked like I was wearing a cami. Yeah, oh, camisole. Camisole. <laughs> hey, do you want to do this? Because I've had to change clothes to get into events before. Have you? Yeah, what yeah, What were you yeah, wearing? Yeah. What did you have to change Well, the Tim, the Tim Zoo fight, I think I told you, to get to the, into the after party, there was no, you couldn't have neck tattoos. And so I had to wear oh, that's right. um, a hoodie of some guy or something, wasn't no, it? No, I had a lady's scarf. Oh, that. At a boxing. <laughs> make it for you. At a boxing. After I needed party. the scarf last night at the tennis. Mm. A scarf would have been an absolute yes. delight. Sit next to Rod with my scarf on. Next to him. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. Do you want to do that? Yes. What did you have to change to get into the event? Give us a call. Carrie and Tommy. The Wednesday afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little, and you could be $2,300 richer. Ooh. We play the time game. Hot damn. Right damn. now, though, we're talking about when you had to do a quick little outfit change yes. to get into an event because I went to the tennis last night with some friends. We yep. were just going to sit in the grass and um, watch the game on the big screen yep. as a threesome. And so we were wearing our casual clothes, and I happened to have um, quite a see-through top on because I'd never worn it before and didn't realise how see-through it was. And then when we got invited to come and watch on the ground on Rod Laver Arena, when I went in the bathroom and saw myself in the mirror, I was like, I can't actually. I, that's Hot pink you had. Disrespectful, mm, yes. I think, to the mm. tennis crowd. I disagree, but uh, sure. So then my friend and I did a quick bra change, mm. and it was very funny because we wear, wear different size bras with different kind of um, volume and shape. And you've never seen two people laugh so hard when we put each other's bras on and looked in the mirror. I was like, you've got to send your hubby a pic of that. Like, that's insane. And you should be wearing bras like that before. <laughs> full on like, everyone's out there going, oh, the champagne. And I'm like, quick, send him a third of your boobs. Send, send, him, send him a near nude. <laughs> uh, Tristan, what did you have to get changed for to get in? Hey there. So I was at a friend's 21st and I was wearing an outfit, which is a bubble wrap suit. So oh. it's uh, from the movie Dude, Where's My Car? The guys, they were called Zoltan. Yes. And I had a bubble wrap suit on, which is essentially see-through and had a pair of underwear on, on underneath it. And uh, the bouncers at the nightclub thought, no, that's that's not going to cut it for the nightclub. To be fair, what some women wear into nightclubs is underwear these days. These days. Are you saying it's a double double standard? (laughs) Tristan, (laughs) what did you put on? What did you have to change into? I had to go hunting around. I found a pair of jeans from one friend and I found a shirt from someone else and managed to uh, get enough clothes to to get into the nightclub. Tristan, did that mean that you had one friend wearing bubble pants pants, and you were just trying to disperse the bubble items so it didn't look like a full suit? I tell you what, I took the bubble wrap suit in with me and put it on over the uh, over the clothes in the nightclub and <laughs> let everyone. character. Stop. Yes. <laughs> Have you heard that old joke about the guy who goes to the psychiatrist and he's just wrapped himself in glad wrap? Have you heard that? No. And then the psychiatrist goes, well, I can clearly see you're nuts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Should we go to Tonga? G'day, Tonga. <laughs> There you go, mate. Yeah, oh, you, you gave like me that. more. You gave me more for my nuts joke. Thank you. Um, Tonga, what happened? Oh, well, I actually was in the MCG many years ago, mm-hmm. and my kids played Milo Have a Go Cricket for Frankston. Yes. And that was my cricket team, and I was one of the parents picked at half time to actually stand on the MCG and hold this massive, big Milo Have a Go banner. Oh, cool. Oh, what an experience. So I, I was thrilled. Anyway, um, the kids were 
we weren't allowed to need a pitch or anything. Mm-hmm. But the kids were playing with the plastic ball and stuff, and all these people are yelling and screaming, and I'm standing there proud as a dad thinking, oh, this is great. They're loving the kids. And all these people with these tags and chains on their chest were running at me, waving their arms. And I'm looking around oblivious to what's happening. I had a black trench coat and this new T-shirt I put on early that morning. Anyway, they got up to me and they're going, cover your shirt, cover your shirt. And I couldn't understand what they were saying. And then one of them pointed at the screen and here's my big ugly buff on the full screen to the crowd with big white writing on my T-shirt because my hands were on the sign saying, don't ask me, I'm just a dumb cake. Oh, oh my I'll, God. I'll, I'll leave the rest to you. <laughs> so I'm trying to cover my jacket. Then I got booed. <laughs> and, it's hard to hold a sign up and keep your, your, your T-shirt covered as well. My kids, my children didn't want to know me. Oh. My my wife went into a carriage on the way home with and, the kids. And did and you just say, hey, read the T-shirt, don't speak to me? <laughs> <laughs> I said to her that evening, you did buy it for me. <laughs> it's so uh, I completely forgot. I didn't think I'd be anywhere on cameras or anything like that. It's, it's... And we got to see the Pommy cricket players and stuff and, you know, with the kids and they were all laughing. I was on the radios and... Yeah, so never again. Good on you, Tonga. It's weird when a trench coat is the least offensive part of the <laughs> That is true. You're like, oh, no, he's taking off the trench. No, no, put back on the trench. G'day, Greg. G'day. How you going, guys? Yeah, pretty good. What happened? Well, this was my daughter, and she was in Melbourne having a hen's night, yeah. and she was wearing my wife's wedding dress. Oh. And a part of, the, part of the hen's crew was a gay guy that she went to school with, Everyone else behaved themselves and went home early and, and everybody, or my daughter and her friend decided to go to a nightclub. My friend had, uh, the, the friend had shorts on and they wouldn't let him in. So they went around the corner, <laughs> he fitted into the wedding dress and my daughter wore the shorts and they couldn't knock, they couldn't refuse the, the entry. Of course. So they had a big night out. That is very good. It just reminded me um, of the time that I went into the nightclub with um, I take two steps forward, I take two steps forward. Is this Paul Abdul? Yeah. Have I told you that story? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie and Tommy. Your Wednesday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And if you are just joining us, you're in time for a bit of science. Experiment time. On both of us. You've just given me something that's made my lips on fire. (laughs) Yeah, it's called a... Lip injection, maximum plump. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> I feel like put it I'm, on your lips, and it's meant to give them a little tingle. It's and quite a lot of tingle. Plump, plumpish. And I feel like I can't talk properly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like you've had Have they gotten bigger? Yeah. <laughs> Are they gorgeous? <laughs> Don't you make me blush. I mean, oh. uh, how much plumper? You know, you've got big, big old bum lips. Why did you do this to me? And you didn't even use the one you gave me. You said, wait a minute, use this one. A yeah, special I... one. <laughs> hey, bigger. I can't look at you. Why not? It's really Pippa? funny. Pippa, look over here. I feel like I can't talk properly. <laughs> what happened? But you look I was hot. out with a friend the other day that had his Botox on his top lip. Apparently it's called a lip flip. 
Is and it? She's, yeah. What and, have I got? <laughs> just got a bee sting. Anyway, <laughs> she goes, only her day after, I can't like close my mouth and swallow. So she double just dribbles out. Oh. <laughs> like, you go through life like that. She goes, yeah, for about three days. She said, I go to drink water and it'll trouble and dribbles down. I'm like, that's hot, babe. <laughs> what are we doing to ourselves? <laughs> Ourselves. Um, anyway, that is not the experiment. Time game's happening up next, yes. but um, that's not the experiment that I wanted to do. No, you wanted. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to eat an apricot because dried apricots make you fart. Mm-hmm. And so you wanted to eat a fresh apricot and see if it had the same effect. Well, I just raised the question, does it yes. have the same effect? And so we've got two garbage bags strapped to your backside <laughs> and we're going to see how full they are by the end of the show how, once you get through that apricot. For reference, how quick do dried apricots work? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lot Didn't it hit you on the drive home from the project when you'd eat them at the project? It often hit me at the desk. I didn't have oh. <laughs> You thought, geez, Carrie's emotional during this story. No, no, she's just let a few rip and the No, if I'd have like a date heart. protein ball while we were on air in our radio show on date the afternoon. Dates <laughs> and apricots. Because it's dried fruit. By yeah. the time we'd get on air, I was in a world of pain. Ooh, and okay. I pushed through for about maybe five years. <laughs> <laughs> Because I really liked my date protein balls. And one day Why I was like, what are you doing you to can yourself? You get like chocolate Just flavor stop. and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. they've all got date as a base. Do because they? Because that's what makes them healthy. Really? I think they do. If you check a lot of protein dates bars, for your date. dates for your date. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, Third... I'm now having to make Okay, so stay tuned. And if you hear a fart, 131060 is our number. Also, our number if you want to win some cash. It's the best competition in radio. This is the best competition you've ever had. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my God. The Time Game Jackpots Weekly. Oh, mate, you make our dreams come true. All you need to do is say stop. Stop. When exactly five seconds is up. This week, the jackpot is up to... 2300 bucks. Carrie and Tommy's Time Game. Good luck getting through. The phones have gone into meltdown. We do that next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. You know what else people might like? A bit of cash. Time, time, for rhyme. Banana, banana, for rhyme. Be rhyme, oh mine. Time game. Carrie and Tommy's time game. Who you got, Bickers? 2300 bucks is on the line. Hey, Yasmin. Hi. How are you hey. going? Good. Thank you. How are you? Oh, good. You sound a bit nervous, Yasmin. I am very nervous. Yasmin, don't be nervous. You have literally nothing to lose except your life because, (laughs) of course, if you don't get it right, we kick you out the moon door and you Mm -hmm. join all of the other. It's a shocking game for our ratings. But anyway, (laughs) are you ready to play, Yas? I am. Start. Stop. Oh, Yas, it felt a A little on the long side for me. Me too. What do I know? I've just got... Delicious plump lips at the moment. I'm struggling to look at you. It's making me laugh <laughs> yeah. so much. Yasmin, have you ever used this stuff that Carrie just gave me? Uh, lip enhancing plumping stuff. I haven't. No. They're it's, like little. It doesn't sound like I want to either. Little buoyancy um, vests. You could catch Yasmin when she falls. Well, I wonder why you should bounce back up. Yeah. I wondered why my right side of my lip was so much plumper, and I think it's because I accidentally got it all over my chin. Oh. Does it just plump your skin? No, it's, I think it's just, I don't know. I'm not the expert. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, yes, let's find out how you went for 2300 bucks. Jesse, was it bang on five seconds? 6.65. Oh. That was, you resigned herself to the fall. G'day, Wade. Good afternoon. How are you going? Yeah, I've got pump lips. How are yours? 
not as plump as yours, by okay. the sounds of it. That is, no, I think that's a good thing for you. Um, what would you do? With the, so. What would you do with the cash? Ah, uh, well, I am actually going to the Australian Open tomorrow, so <gasps> spend a bit of spending money for Melbourne. Way, yes. don't wear your hot pink bra. Only tip I've got for you because you'll have to get changed and then wear your friend's yeah. bra, and it'll all get really complicated. Yeah, that would get weird. Yeah, you've probably heard that <laughs> advice already. So, yes. Yeah. Um, it says it on the ticket. <laughs> yeah. You, you just have to say stop when exactly five seconds is up. Are you ready? I am. Start. Stop. Again, it just felt a little on the long side for me, Carrie, but I am. Sorry, not I was the... distracted. I was thinking of waiting. <laughs> Hot pink bra. You're not meant to objectify our listeners like that, Carrie. <laughs> Wade, I'm thinking of you wearing a full smock and a helmet, just so you know. Great. Thank you. No worries. How did Wade go? 6.18. No. <laughs> They're all dying on delay. Oh, no, no, no. G'day, Kelly. Hey, guys. How are you? Um, our people are dying on delay. So if you do lose, can you please die straight away? I'll try, yes. Okay. Thank you, Kelly. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Start. That felt pretty good. It felt better for me. Yeah. It felt better. Kelly, how did it feel for you? It felt pretty good. Oh, my gosh. You mate. might not need to die in delay. You might live to see another day. Oh, I hope so. It's the name of a James Bond movie, I think. <laughs> how did Kelly go, Jesse? Five. Oh. Point. Yes. Three, three. Oh. Good, good girl, dying. Kelly. Good, good girl. <laughs> good girl. <laughs> Who got bigger? One more. Hey, Scott. Oh, Kayla. Kayla, Hello? you can see how oh. I confuse those names. Hey, yeah. Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, sorry. Have you thrown yourself? Yeah, thrown yeah. Um, how are you feeling about playing the time game? Uh, I'm shaking. How are you, you ever about worn Carrie's li- chat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happened to me. Hang on. Apricots <laughs> effects everywhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kayla. Yeah. Are you ready to win some money? I really hope so. Okay. Um, good luck. Jesse will say start. You say stop when exactly five seconds up. The cash is yours if that happens. Um, I'm handing you over. Please don't say anything more except the stop when it happens. Start. Stop. Ooh. Felt a bit quick. Did it? Yeah. I don't even think I said stop. I said not. No. 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 Let's find out. Did Kayla win? 4.05. No. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Good death to finish it off. Jack Potts next week. Carrie and Tommy. The Wednesday afternoon. It is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little, or should I say Tommy Big Lips. That is my <laughs> name. Thank you very much. Carrie Gomez. Yes, no, that's not mine. Oh, and I fly as well, so I could be Tommy Big Flaps. Oh, that's good. That's not bad. Give us a... <laughs> Hey, Carrie, um, last week you kicked off a tale for the ages. Here's a spooky story from Carrie Bickmore. Yes, because last week we realised that we haven't um, fully (laughs) utilised one of the great orators of our time and we put you on the spot and you came up with only half of a spooky story. Yeah, it's very stressful. I'm not good at make-believe stories. And then suddenly we're live on air and you're like, tell us a story. And this is what I came up with. It began in Glenelg. Sally had gone for a stroll with her dog, Gruffalo. 
She was the only person on the jetty when suddenly a man appeared at the end of the jetty. Jetty man. I've heard about jetty man. Sally felt uncomfortable about jetty man. Okay, jetty. What's jetty jetty time? time. (laughs) She was like, it's time to leave. That man's just staring at me. She was like, Gruffalo, Gruffalo, time to go, Gruffalo. No, not not something to the dog. Where was Gruffalo? So Sally starts to walk with quite a lot of speed towards Jetty Man, and he's still just staring. Uh Next week I'll give you what happens next. No. (laughs) Jetty Man, I haven't been able to sleep all week. So how does it end? Neither is Sally. (gasps) Sally, is this in real time? <laughs> Sally been waiting on the jetty for a week. It's like twenty four. Sally doesn't know what exciting. to do next because Carrie hasn't told her <laughs> what she does. Ruffalo but then hasn't she's been done fed it in a week. In the past, Gruffalo had fed for himself. I yeah. think. Sorry, I'm not the one telling the story. Sorry. So it was getting dark. Dark, dark. And Sally, <laughs> and Sally was aware that if she didn't find Gruffalo soon, she'd be all alone in the deep dark. On the jetty. <laughs> Duck on the jetty. <laughs> With jetty man. Jetty Ooh. It's tingly, isn't it? <laughs> so, so, what, so what's happened? <laughs> so she walked towards jetty man, calling Gruffalo. Yeah, you said this briskly Gruffalo, last week. Yeah. Gruffalo. Yeah. Sally's on the jetty. Like, I've got to walk again. <laughs> We're doing your scene again, Sally. Get to your mark. Jetty man still didn't move. At that. Why? At that. Sally started to get scared. At that what? Just at that. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you mean move. that You moment? weren't this pesty last week. Stop talking. I, sorry. Yes, it was. Oh my no, God. I didn't hear you interrupt through any of that. Bit no, they of cut me out. Oh, well, stop talking. But what do you mean at that? <laughs> at that what? <laughs> a jetty man not moving. Oh, a jetty man not moving. Jetty man didn't move. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, go on. Sorry. So Sally turns and yeah. she starts to walk away from jetty man. Off the jetty. After she's just walked towards it. <laughs> so she's walked off the jetty, the end. No. <laughs> she turned around and started heading back towards shore. With no dog. Because she couldn't find Gruffalo. It was getting dark. Yeah. And as she walked, slowly at first, she could hear. Are they four or two steps? As Jetty Man I started, started to follow her. Along the jetty. Yeah, because the dog would be more like. <laughs> Sounds a bit like a Sally's horse. step quickened. No, horses is. Can oh, you shut up? <laughs> 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 i got to get in the zone. It sorry, takes me and I was sorry. in the zone. That's quite a good horse, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. She's going to have to wait there for another week because I can't oh, get this story done. All she did was Just finish from- it. No, I've got way more to do. If you stop talking, I could okay, do go, it. Go, okay, go, go, go. I'll okay. shut my pump lips. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sally headed back to shore. Her step quickened. Isn't that Jetty Man? As Jetty Man stepped quickened. <gasps> Sally started running. Yeah. Jetty Man started running. Oh. Still no sign of Garuffalo. No. She ran and she ran. She ran across the beach. Why, Why is the beach making the same noise? As the no, because he's still on the jetty. Okay. She's on the beach, but the noise is him. Okay. She can see her car. She thinks, all I've got to do is get to my car. If I get to my car, I can get to safety. It's the dog. She couldn't wait to find the dog because it was getting dark. Who is that and she dog didn't want to be. Man, she didn't Sally. want to be stuck on, je- on the jetty with Jetty Man and no, and no way find of leaving. Find your dog, Sally. So she got to the car. She was trying to find her keys. No. Where were the keys? Where's the dog? She managed to get into the car. She got in the car, slammed the door, locked it. Jetty Man. Hands against the window. (laughs) 
That's really got a good one. She starts the car. She's shaking like she can't even get all the keys. Jingle, 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 jingle. She's she's moved on from Gruffalo now. Now she's just trying to save her own life. I don't care what happens to Sally. Then she notices the high beams from the car behind. (gasps) Gruffalo driving. (laughs) He's there to save her. Jetty Man was parked behind. Wait. He jumped in his car. Oh. And as she went to drive off, she was like, now he's going to follow me. So she went. Oh. The mouth with the car. <laughs> and then he started. Well, you're oh. the one doing the noises. You do a car. <laughs> and then he started following from behind. She got onto the freeway and she was like, how am I going to exit? Where am I going to exit? Because Okay, shush now. And so now, and so now she's racing at 100 k's an hour on the freeway with Jenny Man following her. She takes an exit off the freeway and thinks, I've just got to do some quick loop-de-loops down some side streets and I'll get to safety. She finds a side street. She turns into it. loop-de-loop is upside down. That'd be pretty cool, though. Yeah, that would be good. She finds a street. She turns into it. It's a cul-de-sac. Oh, no. Do you know what a cul-de-sac is? I think it's just a dead end, isn't it? But with a, a round, like with a round bit. It's a dead end. She gets to the end of the street. <laughs> she pulls in, Jetty Man, right up next to her. Who's going to get out first? She's just good to tell her. Either of them going to get out. Sally, first. don't get out of the car. All of a sudden, door opens of Jetty Man's car, and who does he let out? The dog. Gruffalo. Gruffalo standing in the street. Yeah. She goes, I've got to get Gruffalo, but if I get out, then I'm right next to Jetty Man's car. Sally sucks. <laughs> get your dog. Does she get out to get the dog? Probably not. Find out one. next week. Oh, <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Well, and I don't know about you, Tommy, but I reckon we've got our answer. Yes, of course. Carrie wanted to see if eating a fresh apricot would have the same effect on her body as a dried apricot. And we said, Carrie, I don't know why you need to do these experiments. And you said, I'm doing it, damn it. And we said, okay. And so you ate a bunch of fresh apricots to see if it gave you flatulence. And do we have a verdict? (laughs) Jesse's saying we do. No, it's not making me farty yet. What was that? That was Jesse on the buttons. I'm not touching anything. (laughs) Actually. So disgusting. I know, mate. Let's not, like, become... Why did you start this experiment? I, if that I didn't. Wasn't the the end producers result. brought in. I didn't go buy my own apricots and go, oh, well, let's see if I fart today on air. <laughs> who, 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 who ate them? I did, but I. <laughs> anyway, I'll keep you updated, Thank guys. You. <laughs> Heaps still to come in the show. Uh, up next, because we've got to talk sport in this country because I think we're doing it all wrong and it needs to change. And I think it would revolutionize mm. our sporting experience as spectators. That's next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. The Australian Open is the biggest sporting event in the country that is happening right now. And Bickers, mm. um, I have to be the first to admit that I, the first time I went to the tennis, did not understand the etiquette. Oh. I'd never been in the arena before. I'd only been drunk outside on the grass mm-hmm. watching. And um, the first time was when I started working in radio and some kind of brand offered me free, <laughs> free tickets. And with that came free alcohol. And I thought, that's my favourite type of tickets and alcohol. I'll absolutely go. And when the game started, it was curious, I remember, and I went like this. It, during, while the, it was, the point was in play, I went, yeah, curious! Oh, no, no quiet, please. Everybody, there was no quiet, please. There was just a whole crowd turned around and looked at me of because course. this was before they, like, they're in the middle of the point. So the rest not getting involved. And oh, oh, they're in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. It, okay. I thought you meant they were in the middle of the game, meaning like they were playing the game. No, in the middle of. Yeah, they're actually. having a rally. Yeah. And I was trying to give him the bit of support he needed to get over the line. 
And everybody looked at me. And at that stage, I got told quite sternly that you're not meant to cheer. Who told cheer. you that? Um, the people around me. And then one of the ladies who checks your tickets came down the aisle and oh let me God, know. how embarrassing. And I realized that that sucks. Why? Yeah. In I've other sports. A lot. So golf is exactly the same. It, it, golf, you have to be quiet. It's the whole gentleman's what? game thing. But it makes no sense. In basketball, they literally hand out things to the people sitting behind yeah. the goals and big signs distract them. I saw in a college game the other day, they get the whole stand to, so when the opposition team is shooting their foul shots, they get the whole crowd to stand up and move to one side oh as God. they're trying to shoot. So it looks like the background is moving. Oh my God, moving. is moving. Uh, See, yes. the skill though of all those players being able to play with that noise, like they'd have to go mm. into the shut out the outside noise and focus. Whereas these tennis players and these golfers, they've shut out anything. No. I don't understand. Why are we accommodating them, you know? Yes, I agree because <laughs> I've bought a ticket. I can cheer. But also, <laughs> you didn't I buy a thought, ticket. <laughs> oh, sorry, I got given a ticket. I did. <laughs> I can cheer. <laughs> I did think that some of the cheering, if I'm wrong, is what G's up players of certain sports. Yes. They love the home crowd advantage and stuff. Mm. So wouldn't maybe some players be into it, tennis players? This is what I reckon. So I want to hear from. Actually, that reminded me last night when I went and saw the women's match. Mm that one of the girls kept stopping it because the seagulls were squawking and it was distracting her. I reckon you should be able to make noise and every now and then they have a multi-ball game. What's that mean? Chuck out a few more tennis balls <laughs> and so there could be a few on the court at the same time, like what happens on pinball. So good. Anyway. In fact, they stopped the game a few times because there was insects and then oh. I'd see the girls go and they'd squash them into the ground and then the ball kid would have to come over and they'd carefully lift the racket up and then they'd scoop it up with their fingers when and then the, turns the to ball kids would have to run out and get rid of the, the bugs. Oh. Um, yeah. So here's one of my favourite stoppages of all time. This was in a, um, a snooker competition. It's been commentated. Now, you'll have to listen to right at the start of this because snooker, similarly, they um, are quiet oh. and someone in the crowd brought in a fart machine. <laughs> Bit of noise in the crowd there. <laughs> Don't know what that sounded like. It sounded a bit strange. Uh, it's. Uh... That was just me after some dried ap- apricots. That's all that was. <laughs> no, Went fresh, to we <laughs> no, not yet. Oh. I'm not farting yet. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet, please. Thirteen ten sixty. I want to know: Is there anyone that enjoys the silence at the sports? Because I can't see why that's better. You just sit there in silence. Like you can do that at home. So just out of you go for an query, what do you think when they're playing? Is it that it distracts them from being able to, it doesn't distract you from being able to see the ball. But I don't so know. What, so why say, would we need say, silence say for Say for tennis. example with cricket, right? Cricket is a much harder ball. It's coming down and often their ball bounces at your head. And the whole crowd often slow claps in the bowler. There's noise going on constantly. But I'm trying to work out why, why it's quiet for the tennis. There I'm must agreeing. be a reason. Because I reckon they're a bit uh, posh. Mm. Yes. And, but I'd love to hear if there's another reason. And if you're a supporter that loves the silence, tell me why it's good. 131060 is our number. Carrie and Tommy. Ooh. I reckon we've got our answer. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. No, I've got an apricot update. Is that what you're talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I reckon we know because you, you weren't here when the microphones were on. You went to the bathroom. No, nothing gross. So, oh, sorry, yeah, what else do you have from the bathroom for us? I did a wee. Would you like any more info? Gross. When you just, <laughs> no, you I do have an update. I think I have an apricot update. So the thing that happens when I have dried apricots is my stomach bloats and then I start to fart, right? Mm. But I've had a fresh apricot. 
and 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 once, once when I'd had dried fruit, I then went away with Ollie on a weekend away. This is when I was living overseas. Yeah. And uh, we'd come home from a night out and I was naked in the bathroom and he happened to come in to go to the toilet. And then he was like, you know oh, sorry. You asked me just before, is that enough information? And now you're giving us heaps more. <laughs> he said, oh my God, is that why you brought me here? And I said, why? And he said, to tell me that you're having another baby. I said, why? And he said, look at your stomach. Oh. And I said, oh no, that's just because mum's had dried fruit. Right? Look what's happened. Oh, Look. wow. Are you having another baby? Look at that. That's what happens. Feel it. It's hard as a rock. So what time's that going to burst out? <laughs> I don't know. It's a Get fun game. Stay tuned, guys. That's James, what happens. When I have it, it's like so hard. James, one lucky listener is going to be able to press Carrie's stomach. Would you like that? Bubble. Would you like that to be you, James? Oh, you know, you can't say no to an opportunity like that, can you? <laughs> I agree. You never know what it might lead to. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, is it a surprise what comes out or <laughs> like, is, it, is it like a lucky dip sort of thing? Or, I don't know, like, hey, James. I'm still hesitant on whether I want to play this game or not. James, um, we are talking about silence at sports. I don't understand why there are sports like tennis, like golf, where you have to be quiet. I feel like atmosphere is what life sports about. Do you, am I, is there something I'm missing? I, I agree. The atmosphere is uh, definitely part of any sport, but yeah. um, I think what you're missing there, like it's, now, I mean, especially like as you mentioned, the Curios game. Yes. There is no other time that you're going to hear like three quarters of the Greek community quiet, <laughs> and he's got his family there in the stands, right? And that's purely to, especially at the start of a servant, that is for the linesmen to be able to hear their calls. If oh. the ball's in or out. But don't or... they have bu- buzzers? Don't they but, like go beep if but... they hit the line and stuff? Uh, look, no, I think some certain competitions have electronic stuff as well. But at the end of the day, there's always still a, an but umpire, I think. And but, but James, they that, have that, the final say, and then they've ar- got all the you know the video stuff. But that argument could be said for any sport, AFL footy or rugby league. They, the, when they it just bounces them, out, they, well, they just I give think, them whistles. I think when we, I mean, look, the whistles are excessively. Loud, but I mean they're much louder than a voice, I would think. But like, and just give the lines when we're dealing with a ball of much different sizes, you know. So it's clearly, you know, that's easier to see, I guess, when you're dealing with such small tolerances. But, I don't know. But, like, that's could, my theory, anyway. <laughs> I like your theory, James, and I love the. It's so stressful being in the audience. Like even last night when I was going to have a drink, I was aware of how loud I was sipping and slurping. Yes, like it's quite so, stressful. So here's what I will say, and James, I'd love your thoughts on this. The only time the audience is allowed to get involved at the tennis while there is something happening is when they go to a Hawkeye yes, review. It's a call. And I would argue that is the most exciting bit of the tennis. Ooh. Well, it's between any point, to be honest. So once a point's been won, you, I mean, look, again. But, but don't you think everyone goes, ooh. Like they, yeah. yeah, don't they, you think. You know, the, you know, they, they're, they're loud right up until the last microsecond that they have to be, you know. Like. But so you couldn't give, um, you couldn't give linesmen whistles? Uh, look, uh, well, they probably could, but... Um, I just I love know, to see it because that, in... that's where maybe the posh side might come into it. I don't know. Yes. It's a bit, you know, like they don't want to sit there and listen to a whistle the whole time. James, James, I've got one more pitch for you because golf, I reckon, have started to realise they're doing it wrong because they now have those party holes where at um, certain tournaments around the world, one hole will be a party hole. So there's full stands around the green and everyone's oh. drinking beers. They have DJs and cheering. It's one of the oh, biggest yeah. things in golf. Do you think maybe for tennis we should have like one set on. that's the party set? Bring it on. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, yeah, that, exactly. I agree. Yep. Good. Right. It's a good, good, idea. good on you, James. Thank you. Um, Let's go do uh, Alex quickly. G'day, yeah. Alex. 
Kelly, Tommy, how are we going? Good legend. Am I wrong about the silence? Uh, I don't think you're necessarily wrong. I just think it's between what sport you, you, you're going to from nowadays. Yeah. You know, like you've got you've got you got your English games like your snooker and your darts. Your darts is pretty much out the window now. Yeah. Uh, everyone just goes there for a bit of a bit of a drink up, really, yes. and it's just you just go there and heckle and whatnot. The snooker you don't really get that as much because um, obviously it's you know the gentleman's game and it's got to be quiet and whatnot. Uh, but if you're going to, if you say if you're going to a football match in England, if, there's, no, there's, there's absolutely no chance that you're just going to sit there in silence. But isn't no that chance. all more fun? Isn't loud more fun? What, can we just talk about the tennis specifically, Alex? Why do you think the tennis has to be quiet? Is that English? I, I don't think there's any. I don't. I don't because I don't think there's any derogatory terms towards any players. I think it would get a lot of. I think it, when, when you're at Wimbledon, you do get a lot with with Kyrgios. When Kyrgios is at Wimbledon, you know he he definitely does get it a lot more. Um, but I think it's slowly starting to peter out now because I've, mm. I've noticed a lot more noise in the last few years than what there has been over mm. when it was like 10, 15 years ago. Interesting stuff, Alex. Thank you. Mm. Who you got, Bickers? Haley. What's your fun hey, fact, folks. Haley? Um, well, it's all about reaction time. So ball sports played at above 100 kilometers an hour require a reflex speed of 0.2 seconds. But Haley, so, Haley, that's cricket when they bowl. No, so that's why the um, wicket slips are there. So they're not just there to catch the ball. Their job is actually to talk smack to the batter to break his concentration. Yeah, but what I mean is the crowd. The crowd screen. is allowed to. You in in cricket, they're bowling at 150 k's an hour. Still make noise yeah, in the crowd. And you can the make noise. Too far away from them, and they're not. They're just a general noise. Whereas, like the ba- wiki wiki slips that are there. They're going to be talking smack but, about your mum, your but, girlfriend, your kids, whatever gets in your head. <laughs> it sounds Imagine like, that at the are you a, a wicketkeeper, Hayley? Sorry? Are you a wicketkeeper? It sounds like. <laughs> no, I'm actually a PE teacher. <laughs> are you talking smack to the kids? Absolutely. Yeah, good. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little, whatever the occasion, Liquorland will bring the drinks. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. Yes, celebrate those little moments. Everybody celebrates the big things, but you can celebrate your special-ish moments. Just visit your local Liquorland store or you can shop online, liquorland.com.au. And it doesn't have to be like special as in somebody's big birthday. Like no. it could be like you just like you cooked the most beautiful meal. Like you said earlier in the show, you made curry for tonight. I did. That, that deserves a nice drop to yep, go with absolutely, it. because yes. absolutely. Um, up next, a story that is going to make you go, ugh, made me go, ugh, and immediately grab my chest. Oh. Yes, oh. and then my pearls. Oh, <laughs> what shall I grab? Next. Okay. Gary and Tommy. Gary and Tommy. View Wednesday afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little driving you home. We were saying last week you guys um, trotted over to Turkey mm. on the break and you oh. had, um, what did you have done? I had hair plugs. Hair plugs. And what did you get done? Jesse? The teeth and the BBL. Mm. Oh, sorry. And I got my turkey. Jealous of your BBL. That's mm. what I want. It's looking good. Not that you really needed a BBL before. Thank you. I had a little bit of a dumpy. Now I got a big dumpy. <laughs> no, you got a plumpy. Oh, a plumpy dumpy. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a plumpy you dumpy. You can I can I have a thumpy thumpy of the plumpy dump? Oh yes, thump away. Give us a tap tap of the bat bat. Yeah, a little bit of the bat bat. <laughs> well, you were the only ones that no ducked <laughs> over to Turkey oh. to get some work done. Well, sorry, Carrie, we're forgetting the main reason we went. I mentioned it before, but it was very long. I got my turkey tits done as well. Your turkey teeth. Tits. Oh, you and Chloe alike. 
Chloe? Chloe. Chloe, Chloe from the, Chloe. Chloe, Chloe from our resort. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Turkish <laughs> inn. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't reckon you would have been chatting with Chloe because Chloe's not in a good way. Oh. We thought that we, Poor we... Chloe. Um, what happened? No, we, uh, uh, we challenged everyone there. Yeah. yeah. She was just about to go under and she was yeah. wrapped. Well, she went under and it was oh, meant no. to be um, a 90-minute yes. surgery uh, for new boobs. But it was a five-hour surgery, and she woke up screaming in agony. Um, and friends and family from the UK were like, "We got to get her home somehow. We got to get her out of there. What's happened?" Um, what had happened is um, that her nipples had started dying. (laughs) So I didn't know they could die. Yes. So they. I guess I didn't know they were alive. Yeah. But they well, give like, your guess, bodies alive. Yeah, like yeah. if circulation drops off to like when people got diabetes, right? Right. And yeah. circulation starts to drop to stop going to their extremities, yes. then that's when they get gangrenous toes and their toes uh, drop off. I've got another example. Do you want me to give you just a bit more of Chloe first? Yep. So Chloe um contracted necrosis, which is the death of bodily Ooh. tissue. And it meant that all of tissue. the area around her breast had started to die. You don't need to rub it like that while you're telling the story, mate. <laughs> Very visual, isn't it? Yeah, it's apes. It's just imagining it and being dead. No, you weren't imagining it. You were acting it out. No, sorry. Imagining it works like this. You just stare but don't do anything with your hands. You were very busy imagining. Anyway, skin loss around the nipple. She might need reconstruction. Um, Yeah, and she's lucky they just didn't drop off altogether. Have you? (laughs) No, no. But... There are usually photos with articles. Yeah, there is. You want to have a look? Yeah. Yeah, have a look. There you go. Okay. Anyway, what was the story you were going to tell me? <laughs> you said, can I tell you more about things dying, body parts dying? Oh, it's all blurred out. <laughs> what did you want? <laughs> the dead nipple? I've never seen a dead nipple before. Are you not curious? Yeah. You were I imagining reckon, it and fondling it. Do you think it would be purple? Well, I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. Like, it would it be, you know, well, you know how... Um, Hang on, let's all imagine it together. The gang- <laughs> Hold on, do we have to do the yeah, hand yeah. action? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> She's my right. Really droops. Well, it's a good time to do a bit of a um, breast check. Guys okay. should do that as well. Check for any lumps. We can check each other, Everybody, Jessie. let's do it together. Oh, yeah. uh, no. Oh, oh, what do you mean, Producer Kip? Sammy is Producer doing Kip his, said his... she thinks her nipples might be dead. Well, when I have oh, my reduction. They, they do say that you lose sensation. We I don't think that we means they're dead, dead, does it? Right. Well, the nerve endings are Hang dead. On. Oh, I can't feel it. So maybe that is right. Get them out, and if they look pixelated, <laughs> <laughs> like this, dead. does it feel weird to touch? I can't feel anything. There's oh. no sensation at all. Is it not less about your life. Um, but did Emotional. That, did that make, inside. Did that make? I saw you wouldn't have been able to feed. Is that right? No. Yeah. So you can't feed after reduction because then the baby can't stimulate the nipple to then tell your body to release the Yeah, and all milk. the ducks are oh, severed ba- as well. Your baby can't feed. Sorry. <laughs> I was picturing you just topping yourself up. <laughs> I'm like, there's food available, Pippa. You don't have to keep going back to these dead breasts. So what other body parts can die? Your hair can die? Oh, your heart. Oh. Oh, nails. your nails can die. Well, what yes. I was, sorry, what I was going to say before is that isn't that don't people with skin tags put like a bands around them and cut off the circulation? Oh, that's right. And then they go dead and they drop off. Mm-hmm. I think oh. with warts you can do the same thing. Can you? I think so. That's a big wart. What do you mean? Like I had warts as kids, but as a kid on my fingers, but I yeah. couldn't put a lacquer band around them. A lacquer band. Lucky. Lacquer. <laughs> Oi, hey girls, any hair lackeys? <laughs> no, nah, they're just for me warts. <laughs> Thirteen, ten, sixty. What do you do with your warts? <laughs> Dead body parts. Oh, sorry, that's better. <laughs> what have you got on you or had on you that died? 
Yeah. But you're still around. Yeah. But it dropped off. Yeah. Of course. 131060. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Yes, it is for your Wednesday afternoon. And on 131060, we're talking dead body parts. Yes, because. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> Chloe. Chloe went to Turkey. Chloe, I don't know where my information is. Chloe went to Turkey. Why don't you know where your information is? I don't know what's happened to it. What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> Chloe went to Turkey and poor Chloe, she went in to have breasts. Yeah. But she came out and her nipples had died and they almost dropped off. Insane. I know. I know. Because they can't, can they change it back? They're just um, keeping an eye on her now. She's got necrosis. Yeah. Oh, that's painful. Don't go to Turkey for your boob job. But it's too late. Jesse and I went. Anna, have you noticed your. BBL causing problems. Anna? No, <laughs> yes. Why did you just say Hannah's name? Anna, sorry, that was very confusing for you. Welcome to the show, Anna. Hello, how are you going? Good. Carrie had a question about your BBL, I believe. BBL? Yes, BBL. A, a Brazilian butt lift. Oh, <clears throat> that's not me. Oh, okay. I was going to say, my, my story is about a toe, a necrotic toe, oh, since oh you're talking God. about necrotic stuff. So yes. what is necrotic? Um, it's not just a thing to do with boobs. No, not necrotic is basically, I'm a nurse, and necrotic is when you lose blood flow to a certain part of the body and it dies and it drops off. Is necro the Latin word for death or something? Probably. Yeah, yeah right, probably. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I was a nursing student many moons ago and I was dressing an old fella's toe and as I was dressing oh his God. toe, his toe fell off. <gasps> oh, <laughs> Oh, my Anna, God. Anna, I've got so many questions. Does that mean blood spurts everywhere or is it because it's No, dead? no, no. No, no. The toes were, he was a diabetic. Yep. Um, yeah. Story right. short. So he had luck of blood flow to his toes and they were all black. But we were dressing them in hope that he would be able to keep his toes. Yes. And me being oh. the little nursing student was sitting there washing them and they fell off. Did you tell him oh or did gosh. you try and just place them back? Oh, they just fell on the floor and I tried to catch it. Oh, and st- I... stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I turned to my nurse that was with me and I was like, um, his toe's on the floor. What do I do? (laughs) And what happens? You just. Oh, we just threw it in the bin. (laughs) So it was, you know, his, they weren't probably, obviously they didn't sound too good and they weren't going to heal and get any better, but they were hopeful and yeah, yeah, they, um, they fell off. I remember hearing a terrible story and I didn't know if it was to freak me out or whether this actually happens with babies. Sometimes hair gets wrapped around and around and cuts off the circulation. And Very that similar. can lead to something yeah. like that. Really? Yeah, yes. it can. It's the lack of blood flow. Yeah, that's often when babies, they say when they're crying, when they're in like a onesie to check their toes because they can get like a hair Aww. strangulation on their little toes. Yeah. Anna, thank You're you correct. for being a nurse. You're the best people no in the problem. world. <laughs> no problem at all. I would. Thanks, guys. W- w- thanks, Anna. Have a good one. Uh, let's go to Percy. G'day, Purse. Hi, everyone. Um, do you have any questions for Percy, Carrie? You started with no. Anna and the BBL? No? no, Percy, how's your BBL going? <laughs> I don't have any beat, uh, BBL over here. Okay. Uh, I got, um, I lost circulation to my hip and oh. I had to replace my right hip. Wow. Even I had necrosis of the right hip, yeah. You, Sorry, geez. you lost your what? To right, the... right hip. What do you mean you yeah. lost your right hip? Uh, meaning there was no circulation and they have to just replace it for me. And with a, with, a, with a hip replacement, like a... Yes, yeah, and I was only wow. 32, yeah, wow. when I got it. Percy, obviously that's very close to your Percy. Does it affect your nether regions? Sorry? Yeah, um, does it affect 
only the hip or because obviously your reproductive organs are quite close to that? No, nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> it's only the hip. Okay, yeah. Good. And I'm quite lucky. Many of my, I got another kid after my surgery and many of my friends were think, thinking about going for a hip replacement. <laughs> and Percy, <laughs> Percy, um, how did it happen? Uh, I used to do quite a bit of sport and I think I would have got hurt somewhere. Something like that. It was oh, idiopathic where they couldn't find the reason for it. Oh, wow. Oh, well, it's All nice right. to hear you're alive and well and pumping Good out luck. some kids, Purse. Yes. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's finish with Ali. Hey, Ali. How are you going? Good. What happened? Um, so I'm also a nurse yes. um, and have come across a few different necrotic body parts. Um, however, I was once looking after a gentleman oh. who was a... Uh, intravenous um, drug yeah. user, yeah. and he was using the oh. veins and oh. vessels in his groin and around his oh. genitals, oh. which had resulted in him turning up um, because his um, penis yeah, 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 yeah. Um, had started to become necrotic. Whoa. Did you manage to save it, Ali? Um, I was only at the very beginning of his care, so in um, sort of the emergency department. You didn't stick around um, to see the, how the story ended, Ali. But surely that story gets around. Surely someone told you how that story ends. Um, I didn't find out. Um, it was just, oh, that's so yeah, sad. and the poor gent was, um, I suppose, interesting to medical students, doctors, etc. So unfortunately, yeah. everyone was sort of coming to do some learning. Um, he was agreeable and consenting to it. But, um, yeah, so... Mm. Hopefully it turned out um, well um, for him. I don't actually have have the ending for the story, no. but yeah. Well, hope, I mean, it sounds like you had a fair bit going on. Hopefully there's still um, life involved. And lessons learnt, Carrie, would you say that? Absolutely. You've learnt your lesson. Lots from that last one. Yeah, good. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. We're talking Oscars in Back to Back today. Yes, we've got a bit of Dua Lipa dance the night away coming up from the Barbie, music, uh, Barbie Soundtrack. movie. Yes, soundtrack, which was the biggest hit of 2023, mm. outsold any other movie, made squillions of dollars, and is up for Best Picture at the Oscars. Is it? But people are not happy, Jan, not happy, Ken, Ooh, we should say. Not happy, Ken. Not happy, Ken, because uh, Ryan Gosling has been nominated for Best Supporting Actor as Ken in the movie. You haven't seen it yet, have you? And nope. he is very good in it. But. Barbie, Margot Robbie, has been snubbed as best lead and Greta Gerwig, who's the director, has been snubbed in the best director category and everyone's like, that's the whole plot of the movie, the patriarchy, and now you've given a nomination to Ken and not Barbie. But he didn't get best lead actor. Oh, do they? is best supporting actor lesser than best yes, lead actor? Yes, it's supporting the lead. Ah. Sure, you know that from the title. Ryan Gosling a loser. As Ryan Gosling <laughs> so has Oscar, said. He's the backup dancer. But you're Better still getting an Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> like an Oscar's an Oscar. Supporting. Okay. Uh, Ryan Gosling has released a statement. He said, he said. he's honoured to obviously be nominated, but then he said, but there's no Ken without Barbie and there is no Barbie movie without Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie, the two people most responsible for this history-making, globally celebrated film. No recognition would be possible for anyone on the film without their talent, grit and genius. To say I'm disappointed that they are not nominated in their respective categories would be an understatement. He said, against all odds, with nothing but a couple of soulless, scantily clad and thankfully crotchless dolls, they made us laugh, they broke our hearts, they pushed the culture and they made history, their work should be recognised along with the very other deserving nominees. I'll say something controversial because, mm. I mean, good on him for 
saying all of that, but um, the Oscars are never for popular films. What do you mean? I mean, Oscar winners of the past. Like, I can't even name the last movies that won. They're always um, oh, slightly the weirdy, off Broadway. ones. Yeah, so I would have been surprised. And I and maybe that's the but fault. But then of the Ken is best supporting actor. Ken. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying. That couldn't pro- be more mainstream. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm surprised he was. Even yes, there. even nominated. Yeah, yeah, I think he's surprised to be there too. Anyway, we'll see what happens on Oscar. Okay. Carrie and Tommy. On your radios and streaming live on the listener app, it's Carrie and Tommy for the drive home. Because I just stumbled across this online. It is an IQ test that 98% of people fail. Well, I'll be in that. Can you fail oh. an IQ test? Well, I, I guess when it's only one question like this. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, is it one question? It's only one question. Oh. Yeah. And you may need to write these names down to oh, try and, and work it out. It's already stressing Have you got now. a piece of paper in yep, front of you? I do. Okay. The question is this. Um, Steve's father has five sons. Oh, God, I hate these so much. Are you ready to write them down? Okay. Number Steve's w- father ha- has, has five, five sons. sons. Number one, Zays, Z-A-Z-E. Number two, Zs, Z-E-Z-E. Number three, Zys, Z-I-Z-E. Number four, Zoes, Z-O-Z-E. What is the name of the fifth son? Zoos. Z-U-Z-E. You reckon Z-U-Z-E. How did you come to that? Because it's A-E-I-O-U is the second letter. It's all the vowels. What did you? No, I don't know. Break hasn't gone long enough, I think, for... Yeah, so so go through the question. Read, <laughs> so read the question again and then go through the names again for us, Carrie. Zays, Zs, Zys, Zos. What was the question again? What's happening here? I what was the like, question? I feel like there's some stitch up. So Steve's father has five sons, yes. and what's the question that you asked me at the end? Um, what is the name of the fifth son? And you've got the other the four there. I, I'm not going to say them again. What are you doing? What's happening? Why are you all smiling well, and laughing? your answer is wrong. But um, Pippa tried to buzz in with her answer straight away and ruin radio. <laughs> What's the answer? <laughs> How many years have you worked in radio, Pip? That's why I didn't blurt it out. I put my hand up and so that you could, you know, give no, me that I went, angry look what are you face doing? and be like, shut up, Pippa. Stick your hand down. Um, did you get this when you did it? No, I didn't get this. Sorry, I, I should preface, I saw because someone had answered it. Oh. Uh, a famous quarterback in America had answered it. Oh, what was the quarterback's uh, name? Aguamar uh, Jackson. Oh. How many yes. sons has he got? Um, and what are their names? <laughs> <laughs> so just go through. Oh, oh my God, are we doing it again? Well, Zeus is wrong, so you need to try okay. and get the right answer. So Steve's father has five sons. One yes. is Zays, one is Zs, one is Zys, one is yep. Zos. Yeah, what's the name of the fifth son? So think of, so those. Steve. Na- Steve is correct. Well done. <laughs> Pippa, just to check the record, was that your answer? Oh, no, I was going to go with like Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Follow Carrie Bitmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. Bye. Bye. That's it from the Carrie and Tommy podcast. But don't let the good times end. Raise a glass to the everyday or the extraordinary with Liquorland. Discover your next favourite drink in store or online. Cheers. Liquorland. Choose to drink wise.